welcome to another episode of the podcast, Backwoods po- Podcast, Season 1, Episode Number 7. Yeah. What's here, up? Here we go. We got a new face in studio tonight. We do have a new face. We got new faces in studio tonight, and we got someone calling in. This is exciting. It's awesome. cool. Very exciting. It's wow. awesome. All right. Hey, let's do a quick roundtable. All right. So behind the mic, once again, your host, Bill Moretti. To my left. Nick Staley. Oh, you're back. Damn. I'm back. He's back. I'm back with... Nothing to say. Where's your wife? She's packing for Illinois. No. I told her I'd give her a shout-out tonight. You can give her a shout-out. Hi, wife. Okay. Easy <laughs> enough. Fair enough. She was going to come, but she had laundry to do and yeah. hang out with the kiddo. And, hey, that's cool. Yeah, it's so, fun. So dad gets to get out of the house for once. Yeah, unfortunately. But What's up? What's going on? Kyle Dolan over here on the right, I guess that would make me. Yeah. Far right of the not, table. Not a whole lot. Just uh, got back from a good hunt out in Idaho. Yeah. No kills, but it was a good time. And we're going to dive into that. That's going to be a good That's gonna be a good, good story for that. Who's to your right? Who's oh, listening tonight? So we have a new face, Miss Abigail Jenkins, my fiance. Hey. Won't What's up, Abby? Lot. Won't be saying a whole lot. She's just going to tune in. in, listen to us in the background, so it's cool. You want to say hi? No. say your mic's on if you want to talk (laughs) well you can just sit back and listen to us guys talk and roll your eyes a few times it's all good it's cool maybe laugh once or twice (laughs) yeah all right guys this is uh week week number six already this is crazy um it's flying by Mm -hmm. it's flying by it's uh late october what is today 27th yes okay it's 27th Things, Things are, are getting, getting hot. hot. Yeah. yeah. Things like, are definitely getting hot. Like the temperature. <laughs> uh, not really. It's been nice the last couple of days. Exactly what he said. It's getting hot. Yeah. It's been hot. Yeah. It's been hot, man. <laughs> well, you said like the temperatures. So Monday, Tuesday was hot. And Saturday, Sunday, I was still in the 70s. Well, the last couple of days, like I said, it's been getting better. Yeah. We're dropping down for the weekend, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just in time for, you for some good hunts. Yeah. Just time for you to leave. Hey, I got one more hunt under my sleeve tomorrow night, and uh, after that, it's not like me or Kyle wrong. can like try to like jump in on a deer. Bill has been hunting. Listen, every night around six o'clock, I'm sneaking out to the edge of the corn row just to go ahead and take my binoculars out just to maybe see something. Just to sniff a buck, sniff yeah. a buck. Hey, keep your son out of my area. I haven't been in your <laughs> I'm area. Joking, man. Not just since kidding. I shot my little one. So, well, hey, we're tagged out, bud. We are. Just got all that meat back. Got That's some right. good meat sticks. That's right. What'd you get made? Speaking of that. All the meat sticks. I got American and garlic, American sweet, American hot, bologna, meat sticks, mm. got neck roasts. Got it all done. You got any for a friend for my trip in Illinois? I I actually do. I do. do. You? Oh, I got plenty. What a good guy. You know, I figured, you know, him shooting him on the farm, I'm going to say the farm, back 40, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll take some. <laughs> yeah, I can remember a couple. Of, I think it was actually last year. I hunted on the edge of that field, and I had no idea that I was only thirty yards from that stand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trespasser. <laughs> didn't even know who I was. <laughs> I, I had permission, so yeah, not for me. You didn't. Yeah, well, I wasn't on your property either, buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just across the line. <laughs> oh man. No, right, yeah. Let's week week six. I mean, I know you guys are both tagged out. I mean, I'll touch a little bit, a little base on it. I mean. Recap, not a whole lot. Monday, Tuesday was warm. Um, yeah, but your weekend. I guess we can go back in the weekend. Yeah, camp weekend. That's right, because we talked about that 
a little bit last episode, but yeah, that was before you went to camp. Yeah, now after camp, now you're back. Yeah, you're back. I'm back. You Let's didn't go. Hear the story. Well, uh, I can't. I mean, I'll, I'll 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 talk a little bit for Mara and Dad. I mean, we all seen deer. We all seen buck. Um, it was warm, but we kind of found some new land out there, new new areas to hunt. So it was good to see, kind of learn a little bit better. And um, my first night of the stand, just kind of going in on a uh, on, a whim. Uh, on a whim. Yeah, a trail cam picture of a buck we had on camera a couple of years now. He's a ghost, but we call him. What do we call him? Let's hear it, Nick. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to include you in the conversation here. Oh, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. I'm, I think. I think the Viking. Logical, uh, Viking. Yes. Yes. I was yes. just trying to include you here. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like Abby over here. I'm just listening. I know. I was just trying to get you in a little she's bit. She's watching. She's paying attention to her fantasy football. I'm paying attention to fantasy hockey. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. all been, right. It's been moving on weeks since he's been tagged out. So yeah. Like, hey, it is what it is. Anyway, month and a half. Screw you, Nick. Let's talk about Viking. Viking. <laughs> yes, tell me about him. <laughs> well, this buck we have pictures of him, and we got we got pictures of him this year again, and he's he blew up. He's he's a giant buck. He's a hundred and seventy inch deer all all day long. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Welcome back to the conversation. Thanks, buddy. I heard we're doing a podcast tonight. <laughs> I'm just, oh, oh, are we on the air right now? Oh, I think. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait I know why. The light's not on yet. Now it all makes sense. No. <laughs> That's why Nick wasn't paying attention. That's it. <laughs> well, this was casual conversation, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, this buck, Viking, I mean, I I didn't I didn't lay eyes on this deer, but I was right in his area and I'm pretty sure it was him. It was it was a it was a thick rack. Banging on brush. This is, it was one of those gut feelings, you know, mm-hmm. one of those gut feelings. So I don't know. He's still, he's still a ghost up there. I'm going to try to get back out up there um, after Illinois. See if we can stir something up. Oh, yeah. So, camp was fun, though. We all, we all seen Buck. We had a good time. Uh, took the side-by-side <laughs> up. Did a lot of riding around and scouting. And You see many scrapes or rubs up that way? There was in areas. My dad didn't run into a scrape, but. Mara, she's seen a bunch of scrapes, uh, clear cut, and then I seen a bunch of scrapes whenever I went into a clear cut. Gotcha. So they're definitely hitting that area. I mean, it's just it's tough hunting up there. It's tough hunting clear cut right now. It always especially, is, especially because the clear cut, it's not clear. It's not. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it, it was a clear cut years ago. Yeah, the undergrowth is growing up. Oh yeah. What yeah. we call what I call now I call it pecker brush. I mean, it's it's your little tiny diameter trees and they're just staggered everywhere yep. i mean you can't shoot 10 yards unless you clear out a lane yep. but that's where a lot of these big buck are living i mean they have no reason to get out of it besides feed and there is some they left some big trees in there your big oaks so they're just browsing right in the thick clear cut not going too far at all Mm-mm. yeah until things get kicked off with a rut and everything they're not going to be up moving around yeah, so our tactic going into it was trying to stay on the outskirts of the clear cut where you can still see the clear cut, shoot to the clear cut, and hopefully have a buck just come out of it and be be able to get a shot in the open timber. But it didn't it didn't work for us, but we've seen some deer. So that was the most time you, the three of you guys have really archery hunted up there too. Yeah. So it's mostly go up for gun season. Yep. You guys made the time to get out and get up there, travel the two and a half hours to get there and yeah. spend the three, four days and check it out, you know, 
It was fun. We we we, uh, we we run a lot of cameras every year up there and check them and all. We we always talk about well, we're going to go back up in archery season and hunt. We never do. So this year was the first time we actually hunted it pretty hard, and it was it was fun. There's always something going on here. Oh, I know. Every <laughs> single weekend, there's something going on. Something. Life. Life, life happens. Life. Yeah, life. <laughs> it's life. It's fun though. But yeah, that camp, the camp weekend was fun. Um, me rolling into the coming back home. Um, I got out a few times. It's been warm earlier in the week. Didn't see a whole lot. Uh, I seen a window last night. That was it. So tonight we took the night off. I wanted to get some stuff packed for Illinois. And uh, Kyle and Abby come over. They brought us pizza over. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. No problem. Tune in on the podcast. So I want to get I want to get everything situated for that podcast. Stuff packed. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to sit one last sit here in PA before we go out to Illinois. Well, good luck. So, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Kill Appreciate big it. one. I'm going to try. I'm going to Prefer- try. Preferably your buddies. Bucky's been hunting for years. So. Yeah, I just I just showed <laughs> Kyle a picture of that deer <laughs> from uh, yeah That's from Austin Chandler. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Austin for always seem to find. Oh, buck. Yeah, shout out Austin Chandler, working class bow hunter, man. He's he. Uh, that's who we're staying with. We've been staying with for a while now out there, and I mean, every year it's it's a fun trip, man. You have another corner for like a nice buck to jump out over the railing if you want. Mm-hmm. Hey, if that buck he sent a picture of me, if I would end up shooting that deer, he's a full body right next to Oscar over there. <laughs> I'm gonna put there him. Go. I'm gonna put him right behind Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what like? Yeah. Behind him, behind him, or yeah. like off to the side? Like he's trying to mate Oscar. No, I don't want that. <laughs> he kind of would match him. He's got the kicker points, but. Hey, it's fun. No, it's going to be a good trip. I can't wait. I cannot wait to get out there. We're leaving here soon. And last night's my last hoorah until we get back to PA. But we're going to have time to hunt after that in PA, archery season. Oh, it yeah. goes late here. It goes 2B. late here in 2B, yeah. so You can hunt pretty much all year round in PA. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So, yeah, it'll be fun. Any prep for while Nick's not going, Kyle's not going. So, Bill, ask me. (laughs) How's your your prep for your trip going? Prep's good. I mean, I got all my stuff packed pretty much tonight. I got got a a pretty much set of clothes for tomorrow afternoon where I don't have to unpack again. Other than that, a couple hanging bang sets ready to go and climber, and that's it. Taking my so, climber out this year. Yeah, I got your climber. Thanks for letting me borrow it. You're welcome. I got yours, and I got two other my two of other, of mine. So I got three, because that farm's a big farm, and I don't want it to move stands around all the time. So I figured if I get a stand I was in one say, spot, if you need any more? Let me know. I got three climbers sitting in my garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got three climbers packed. I got a hang and bang set, a hang on, and I got a ground blind just in case. I hate hunting around out of ground blinds, but. There's a day where it's going to be it's flat there. pissing down rain. It's very flat. Yeah, it's flat there. It's so. flat, but, I mean, the farms we hunt, too, they get, they do got a lot of up and down. You know, they, they got a lot of... They got some terrain, too. They got some terrain, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Every year, we say this every year. Can't wait to get out there, but also, like, this area here in PA, which, Kyle, you know, you live right across the road. Going back to episode number one, you're still my neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it gets <laughs> hot not here. not really a neighbor, but... Yeah, okay. You're my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, right now, I feel like you get out to the big mountains and everything like that, it's always a little bit later. The temperature is a little bit mm-hmm. different. But mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh, it's it always comes in a little bit early. Always. Always does, yep. 
you guys talk about something. Joel just texted me. Joel, Joel Stewart uh, from Montana just texted me. He's going to call in here soon. So. so, Nick, what are you watching good on TV where we're not in the woods? <laughs> uh, you know, Paw Patrol. <laughs> it must be nice being tagged out. Yeah, yeah. Paw Patrol and all the other crap that my son watches. Listen, it's not that great being tagged out. I, I miss it. I miss being in the woods during this time of year. It's my favorite time. In the, it is I a mean, great time. Got, you at least got to sit in a stand more than once. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you can't really call you sitting in a stand that first night one time. I, that's like point two five. I'd time. call that a quarter of a time. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, you just bought your you bought your license like an hour before. Yes, that's I correct. Think, I think we discussed this on our first podcast. Yeah. You, your license that was printed the. The ink, the ink, the, the ink yeah. was still wet. It was yeah. still wet. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> oh man! But it was—it's—it's it's for the best. There's a lot of a lot of shit going on right now. So yeah, with you know building a shop and yeah, you got your shop going. Yep. You gotta you gotta throw some cards up on the table here. I will. I'll, Sometime. I'll, I'll bring some. Bit. We just got our business cards in, and yep, I already have to order more. Do you want to reveal the name of it, or you want to wait? Because I do want to do one full podcast just on. Yeah, I haven't, even, I haven't heard the name either. You can reveal a name, or, or if you don't want to, you can I'll wait. wait till, I'll wait till Mars here. Just she's the owner. It's, yeah, uh, good you know, idea. We're, we're uh, going to be a female-owned business. Yep. Um, she's basically the brains of the work. You know, she she's been doing it, and she's and you're the there one, helping she, her out. She's too. the yeah, she's the one who taught me. But um, you know, I have, I have a a good touch with painting, so I'm good with the finish work and painting. Noses and eyes and ears and all that. Yep. Happy horse shit. Um, That's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the work. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah. And we're going to, you know, I'll do the dirty work like skull cleaning and junk like that. She'll pressure just, washing? Yeah, pressure washing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> Anything else in PA you guys want to talk about? I know you guys are over it. I'm ready for bear season. What about you, Kyle? Uh, how about okay? How about yoat season? I'm re- I'm really looking forward to yoat season. That's all season. That's what That's we were talking always. about before. Yeah, we, we we'll definitely do some kind of yoat hunt this this winter. You know, that, after our season fox over at my place too. Yeah, yeah. you get foxes. Fox. I, haven't, I haven't seen a fox on our farm yet. I have I have trail cam pictures of four fox sitting, just looking at my camera, like almost like they're all just posing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to do that too for sure. Trying to find that. Here, here, this is this is the farm, like pretty much every night around here. Turn my volume up, there, killer. You're up, dude. My, my Bluetooth volume. Did I send you that video? Yeah. Is that the video? Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. This is back right below my deck here last week. Yeah. There's a couple there. <laughs> yeah, I was below my deck last week. I was sitting out here. It was probably 11 o'clock at night, and my dog was sleeping in the bedroom. He come running out. I didn't even hear him yet. He come running out. He heard them. That's a full pack. Yeah. yeah. So I cracked the door, and I'm like, holy shit, they're like right here. Left him inside, and I walked out, and it was every, I left all the lights off. Walked out, and just started recording. And it, Yeah, they were like below the deck, not far Probably below between my house and the woodland down there. Yeah, and there's a whole pile of them right at the top edge of the food plot. 
Probably, yeah. I'd really like to start seriously getting into trapping. You know, I haven't done much of it. I yeah. used to trap all the time back in Central PA. Let's do it. Yeah, we did a lot of that. It'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know, I know, I, like some in my parents' house, I still have a, an entire thing of traps, all different sizes. I bought a bunch. We just we tried the one year, and I don't know. We caught a couple raccoons, but no coyotes. So yeah, yeah I caught a couple coons, a couple fox. I never got a coyote. Be fun to try again. I'd love to. Yeah. Let's do it. Now we got the expert Pellets here. are way down now, though. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, you used to be able to get, a, I mean, a decent amount of money for a good pelt. Yeah. yeah. More or more. less now, it's just like, hey, I just want to get one mounted, you know? Yeah, there you go. Get I, just, mounted. I just want to tan them. Just have, tan them. Just have the furs. Hang know? them, yeah. Clean the skulls up. You could sell them. Or yeah. they're, they're good decor. <laughs> they're, ni- they're a nice decoration in the house. Yeah. Top of a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put some string on it, hanging on the tree for Abby over here. I'm sure you'd love that. No. <laughs> hey, she Whoa, got in. She said no. She said no. I wasn't going to say anything until you started talking about a tree stand. <clears throat> and I was thinking about the time you two were putting a tree stand together and how embarrassing it was. Hey, there's nothing wrong with tree <laughs> wow. stands. Whenever you have a tree stand in your house, there's nothing wrong with a tree it stand. It took you guys hours to put that tree stand well, together. Hey, Kyle kept yelling was, at you and you are like, what am I doing? It was wrong? not yelling. It was there was too many poor, bush lights no. involved for one, and Bill, then two. Bill kept coming home and tools. We he kept tools. going through my work van. I need this. Do you have this socket? I need this tool. Do you have this wrench? I need a screwdriver. Listen, I'm like oh Jesus, these are the most piss poor <laughs> directions I've ever seen ever in my life. They were. What so, did you say? You said it on the podcast. You said I should have bought. Should have bought, bought the floor model. Should have bought the floor model. You should have. Listen, when I got my smoker, I got the floor model. I made her dad pick it up and bring it to the house. Already <laughs> yeah. put together because I already put together a couple a couple girls, and I was just like, I'm not going through this again. Yeah. I felt like Bill and I kept looking at each other like, I don't know. I don't hey. know what's wrong. It <laughs> Kyle worked. Will tell us. <laughs> it was fun. It worked out. Just put a couple extra ratchet straps up there. Yeah. You'll be all right. Crank her tight. You'll be yeah. good to go. <laughs> hey. Let's jump into Illinois, because I want to get to Kyle's. I want to jump into a little bit of Illinois. All right, Bill, you talk about Illinois. We're not. Well, I'll, just hang <laughs> on. I want to talk about a little bit of Illinois, because then I want to jump into Kyle's West trip, and then we got a buddy calling in soon, Joel, and we'll end with his Western hunting stuff. But well, I want to talk. Well, you know we're getting close to Halloween here, right? That's what I want to talk Halloween bucks, man. Four, four days away from Halloween. And you're the reason why I want to talk about this. Yeah. Tell me a story. Didn't. Didn't Story you time. shoot a buck on Halloween in, in Illinois? I did, on one of Austin Chandler's farms. Yes, and, well, you know what? I'm not going to get into detail. I'll let you take over. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. So we, <clears throat> I pre-built a ladder stand here, mm-hmm. shoved it in the back of your dad's truck, drove it all the way to Illinois. It was a 22-foot ladder stand. This thing was great. and uh, Big bitch. Oh, yeah. And uh, first day I was there, Austin had a good spot. He wanted me to put it in. So we put it there. And uh, I went and hunted a, a different farm because there was some – I saw a buck. You know, I set a camera up. The buck, there was a big buck moving. Um, tried that for a couple of days. And then um, I was like, all right, I'm going to move. I'm going to try that other farm where we put the ladder stand up. And uh, – I telling this right? I'm trying to remember. It happened, I want to say, not too long ago, but long ago. How many years ago? Yeah. Two years? 
Three years? Two years. Three, three years ago. Three years? That was three years ago, yeah. Yeah. 2019. That's when we, we became friends. Yeah. Right. It's when we were shooting neighboring bucks, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, we didn't have the stand put up yet. That's right. It was still at his house, and I was just out with my climber for a couple of days. So, push light. Push. push. So he, it was about lunchtime, and he said, hey, you got um, – I want to make, I want to move you. I want to put you on this other farm. I was like, okay, let's do it. So I met him at his house. We had lunch, went over some trail camera pictures. And um, the one unique buck is we, we named him Droopy because his left side got injured during velvet and it just bent down, down to his jawline and curved back up. It was a really cool buck. That was a real cool buck. Yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah. You know, if I see him, I'd shoot him. He's an older deer. He's probably. Say six and a half, seven and a half. He was an old deer. Yeah, I'd say he was five, six, somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe, maybe older, but no, he was no. an old deer. Yeah, he was an old deer. He was an old deer. Yeah. So, um, we go check the cameras. Right, cool. That's where I'm going to go. Eat lunch. Go sit in a stand. It was a constant fifteen to twenty mile per hour. South wind. It was a warm day. It's probably seventy that day. We had a warm, another yeah, warm year that was out warm. there. Yep. I know the previous years were out there. I mean, we're freezing. But Some years out there, it's it's snowing and it's like down near zero. Yep. Other years, it's seventy degrees and yeah. blowing you out of that tree. You never know what you're going to get. So anyway, mm-hmm. sitting in this stand and it wasn't hour, hour and a half go by. Me just sitting in the stand and I look over. Sounds like a typical hunt for you, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, another another quick sit. Yeah. I look yep. over, I don't know, 40 yards to my left. There's Droopy. Just old Droopy. Perfectly broadside. I'm like, oh, shit. You know? And uh, it was one of those split-second things. I grabbed my bow. I stood up real quick, threw my 40-yard pin on him, and um, I just let one fly. And uh, it was a complete pass-through. Right through the jugular, because uh, wow, you missed the old jugular. <laughs> it was four. I, I where my arrow was on the ground was basically where he was standing when I shot him. So when I went down to retrieve my arrow, I range finded the tree. It was forty-seven yards. So right when I drew back and I wanted to shoot, he kind of turned, quartering away, and then I, I tried to stop him. You know, I threw a little mat out there. You know, little mat mat, and he stopped. He just put his neck out there. I mean, he just looked like a freaking giraffe. I'm like, oh, there's my shot. Said, hit me. Yeah. I threw it right there, like right behind his head in that in a jugular there. Dude, not to cut you off, but you should have seen some of the pictures he was sending me in the stand of the blood trail. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, like paint, paint talking about painting a red carpet. Yeah. This it, guy was, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He, he bled, I mean, whatever the main artery in the neck is, I don't know. But I got it. Oh yeah, I, du- I double jug, <laughs> I double jugulared him, <laughs> and uh, I hit what I was shooting for. Yeah, that's the second deer I shot through the neck, and it just was a murder scene. It was great. Yeah, you know it's a dead deer. I shot one in her parents' house a couple years ago. Literally, I sp- that white spot. Yeah, one side of the neck. throw patch. Just, it, it it and it's crazy because you didn't hit it in the lungs, so it'll still run uphill. But so that's it was one just did. literally sprayed like three Pumping. feet wide. Yeah. Pumping, yep. Yep. So after I shot him, he ran into the woods there. And he started and he turned and went uphill, which led to a cornfield. 
And uh, there was one point where he stopped. I didn't have to pull my binos up. He was probably 80 yards away. And I, I had a clear view of him, and it's just pouring out of him. I mean, I, I still have yet to look at the GoPro footage of me and Austin tracking. You didn't look at that yet. Still haven't looked at that GoPro footage of me and Austin tracking that deer. You got to pull that up. I will. Someday. I will. Some year. Yeah. <laughs> it's only three years later. Yeah. But uh, I remember video and all the, the – I mean, it was a pull of blood, like three, like foot, said, three I, foot wide. I'm like, man, yeah. this deer is close. But um, anyway, we, we, we end up getting a deer and um, – Awesome. I got a question for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to the best part of this I know, story. but I want to stop you real quick. <laughs> it's Halloween night, right? This is Halloween night, yeah. So. I'm getting to that. I know you are. Okay. <laughs> so what? Where'd you, what'd your deer do? Okay, so if you let me finish. <laughs> Go for um, it. I'm shutting up. I'm drinking a beer. So what did, I had my Jeep with me at the time, and... um Austin had his little um, beater with a heater. Beater with a heater. Yeah. <laughs> so he come. I forget we, the name of that car. I mean, I know it's beater with a heater, but the actual car, I forget. I don't know. Uh, Suzuki. Um, There's no fucking trunk hatch on it. You just throw the deer in the back. And yeah. Go. It's it. a little two-seater, man. It'll go through anything. Like a Geo Tracker or something. I don't, I don't know, know what, what it is. Yeah. But anywho. Um, he drives up, he goes, gets his truck, drives up to the cornfield. We recover the deer, got it, call it in. There's a deer in the bed of the truck. He goes, hey, look, he goes, I'm late. I got to go meet the wife and the kids. We're going trick-or-treating. I said, okay. <laughs> he goes, um, your deer's probably going with me. I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll go back to your house and start drinking and celebrating, you know. So I get back to the house, and I'm there all by myself. Probably eight beers deep. Here comes my wife and Bill, Billy. An hour later, you know, they take their good old time getting out of the woods. Well, they hunt about a half hour away anyway. Yeah, about a half hour, 40 minutes away. So they're all like, yeah, you know, my wife comes up, gives me a hug and kiss, and, you know, congratulations, this and that. And everyone's like, well, where is he? I'm like, he's trick-or-treating. <laughs> 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 we'll be here in a little while. <laughs> yeah. So Austin takes my deer and, uh, oh, what town did they go? They go into I Little, I think know. they went into Little York. They might have, yeah, I don't know. Somewhere close to their house. Yeah. And, but towns out there, they're spread apart. They're far away from each other. So he's, he's parked and trick or treating with the kids and the deer's in the back. My, my, that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah. my, my Halloween buck story in Illinois. That's a fun story though. I mean, that, that was a fun hunt. That was, yeah, like you said, we got back. We were so excited. We're like, where's the deer at? We want to see. Of course, you know, you want to see the deer. And he's like, yeah, he ain't here. <laughs> I'm like, well, where is he? He's eating a Snickers. Snickers yeah, in the back yeah. of the Geo Tracker. <laughs> yeah. He's got his pillowcase in a in a pillowcase full of chocolates and Skittles. For all yeah. we know, yeah, that's cool. That's a good Halloween story. Yeah, one, one last two raw. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now he was a nice buck though. Yep. Whenever Austin got back, we all get to look at him, take pictures with him. Mm-hmm. He's a good buck. Do you have it down at the house? Mm-hmm. I have to see it. It's not on the wall right now. It's in storage in the basement, but it's easy to get to. I got wall space, man. We should just hang him up here. Nope. <laughs> you can take him whenever you want him. I'm not going to keep him here. I know. But I'm just saying, if you don't want him sitting in storage, you know, I got wall space to hang. 
You can put Captain Hook up here. Hooks is he's a cool buck. Yeah, we already got a spot picked out. I just gotta yeah. put a nail on the wall for him. I was him. talking about Hooks Jr., but I, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Captain Hook sounded way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> Tinkerbell. Hey, yeah. you got me interested whenever you said hooks. Whenever you said hooks junior, I turned around and took another swig of beer. Where's the rum? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys are going out to Illinois. You'll be hunting on Halloween. Yeah. We're gonna, so we're I, gonna hope to someone, I hope someone gets a Halloween buck. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. Trick or treating again. That'd be great. I mean I I talked to shout out Austin Chandler again, working class bow hunter. Talked to him on, what was that, Monday, Tuesday, something like that, and we got our plans set. We're rolling into camp and getting ourselves situated and getting out for an evening hunt. It sounds yep. like it. So, Hell yeah. We'll be there for 10 days, and it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. While we're there, you know, I talked to Kurt, also working class bow hunter, the big dude, the big boss. Uh, I talked to him, too. We're going to go out and probably check out, check out the studio and... Hang out down down there for a little bit. Maybe do a podcast. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be cool. Be That'd fun. be real cool. Yeah. I'll, real call, cool. I'll call in. <laughs> That's right. Put you on Bluetooth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. no, it's going to be a fun trip, though. We're, we're excited. We're, we're, we're ready to go, pretty much. So one more hunt tomorrow night here in PA, and then Midwest off, bound. And off you go. Midwestern yeah, bound. Midwest bound. Speaking of Midwest and Western hunts, I want to talk about Kyle. Your trip. Hey, hey. What's up? I want to talk to Kyle about his trip, his latest trip out to Utah. Let's go into some detail on it. Let's just, I'll if, let you talk, man. You fill us if in. If I was in Utah, I'd tell you a good story, but I just happened to be in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Bill another beer? That's yes. what I meant, Idaho. <laughs> I was like, when were you in Utah? <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing is? Joke's on you, Abby. His shirt even says Idaho on it. Well, I'm getting texts. <laughs> Shout out the WCB group and Messenger. I'm literally getting texts right now from guys talking about hunting in the last one I just read, if you want to see it. Did it involve a kill? No, it involves Utah hunting. So oh. that's, oh man. Okay, my bad. Idaho. What's up, buddy? So angry. No, Anyways. I'm not angry. This is fun. This is a good time. So Idaho was a good time. Me and my father went out. We uh, went down and hey Abby went down. We went out. So we flew into uh, Spokane, Washington. Um, so is it Spokane or Spokane? I've always wanted to know. I think it's actually Spokane. Spokane. I was curious. Yeah, I've heard it both ways from friends that. I think Spok- Spokane is like how they say it, but I call it Spokane. Anyway, know. go for Anyways, it. Anyways, regardless. So we went out there, um, Idaho. Yeah, we got picked up. We got picked up in Washington, and uh, it's about I think it was like two hours and fifteen minutes drive back into Bonner's Ferry is actually where we stayed. So we got out there. We got we didn't get until like twelve thirty at night. So we just more or less got there and went to bed. Woke up, got breakfast and everything. And we had to. We went in. We we weren't sure what was going to happen, so we went in. We got. Um, fishing licenses because there's a lot of cool places to go fishing out there. A lot of yep. random lakes in the mountains. What so, are you fishing for out there? Um, there's a lot of trout. They're now in the rivers that are out there. One of the big things is sturgeon fishing. We didn't get a chance to do any fishing while we were out there, but that was that was something that they said that is pretty big in the rivers. Sturgeons, man, they get they get huge, huge. Mm-hmm. They get huge, huge. huge. But. <clears throat> 
so we got out there. We went into a little little store. It's called Far North. That's where my hat's from. There you go. But uh, it was a. Uh, we went in there. We got some bear spray and got some little essentials that we couldn't take out because obviously we flew out, so we couldn't take some of the things that we would normally take with us out on a hunt. And <laughs> about and then we we went for breakfast. And then we went out. We set up camp. Uh, we went, we went into. The mountains, we were probably like two miles from the Canadian border, maybe less. It was, I mean, it was close. But we went in there. We set up camp in, in a campground, which is completely closed down at this point in time. It's open for like people doing hiking and stuff over the summer and whatnot, but it's closed. So you just go and set up camp at a campsite yep. there. And we went up and so we went up in the first, the first night. We went up and we didn't see anything. We didn't see a single deer. We didn't see a mule deer, no whitetail, no elk. Um, I do nothing. appreciate you texting me all the time <laughs> out there. Yeah. I felt like I was on a hunt with you. Honestly. Yeah. I was, I was, I was you kept me time. informed. I did. I did. Yeah. The first night, first night was dry. There was nothing. Um, we hiked around. We did see some, we saw some signs. So it was more or less that first night out there. So shout out to Russell. He was, he was with, a. It's a saddle, saddle Creek outfitters. It's out of Canada, but, uh, <clears throat> will the guy we actually, that works with my father, we went out and we stayed with him. His brother-in-law is, I mean, that's what he does for a living is he's, uh, he's just a guide full time. It's funny. Cause that, that's awesome. Literally the day after, actually the day we left, he went out, we left in the morning to come back home and he ended up going out that evening and he, he shot his moose. Oh yeah, you sent me that picture, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. did. But uh <clears throat> so we went out anyways, nothing. We called, we called, we called, we didn't see anything, didn't hear anything, so we're just like uh, we're gonna head back down to camp. We get back down to camp and Russell and Will's wife um were there and they were more or less co- cooking our dinner and everything like that, getting everything I prepared. We get down into camp and they're all in the cars. We're like all right, what's going on? Is there a bear or anything? There was a mother and two little kittens, uh, cougars, that came into mm. camp, and they were literally, like, yipping and crying at them. Like, they were, I mean, they had stakes out. There was, uh, so Russell's two little kids were running around the campsite and everything like that, and they came in, and I know that that's exactly what they were coming in. They were coming in, one, to either pick off the kids or two, to try to get the steaks that, wow. they, were, that they were cooking and stuff. We all went out with all of our pistols. We're all out there with flashlights looking around. trying to. <laughs> <We're> like, hey, <laughs> this a little be, too close to home right <laughs> yeah, there. This will, this will be a sweet story. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and anyhow, we ended up – Russell, obviously, his kids were out there, so they, they brought a camper, and they stayed in the camper, and um, they went to – we all ended up going to bed, and that night I, act, I actually was I – mean, we stayed in tents. So me and my father stayed in a tent and then Will and his wife stayed in a tent. And that night I was, I was sleeping and so the tents, my dad's six five and I'm like almost six two. So like the tents we were staying in were barely big enough for him and I were on, we're on, we're on a queen, we're on a queen mattress, like sleeping side by side. A little, little short. Of the woods. Yeah. A little yeah. short. Yeah. So like our feet are like pushing against the end of the tent and everything like that. And I'm sleeping and. So obviously the strings that come out of the tent, something ran right into that and like 
pulled our stringer out. I don't know what it was, but like I grabbed the pistol and I'm like hanging out. And I, I open up the window and like my dad's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, something just ran into our tent. <laughs> he's like, he's like, if you're going to shoot, make sure you're not shooting towards any of the other tents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, I know where everyone else is at. But yeah, so never ended up seeing anything, but I opened up the window and literally my dad's like, you literally sat there for the last hour and a half before we got up, before an alarm went off. <laughs> Looking out the window, I was like, yeah, I'm going to kill something on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, something, something like that in the middle of the night too. It's just like, hey, yeah, you're, you're, you're up. You're, you're done. You're, you're in up. the middle of grizzly country. Like, yeah. grizzly wolves, mountain lions. Like, it's endless. You know what I mean? If you it's get not... woken up, startled a little bit, you're not going to go back. Down. Oh, it, my heart was pumping. I'm no, yeah. like, so... Anyways, we ended up getting up. We, we went out. We hiked. I mean, when I say we hiked, we hiked. Like, out there, when you're in the – I mean, we were in the panhandle. How many miles way. a day? I know you were telling me a so little bit about I this. Think, I think in total, I think – my so my dad calculate or kept track of it. I think in total in four, a four-day hunt, I think it was like 30 – like just under 30 miles. Yeah. That oh. we went, and that's, that's not walking on flat land by any Mm-mm. means. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So – we hiked all over. We didn't see, didn't hear anything. We called. Uh, when I say like this guy, Russell, when he calls, uh, I have never in my life, and my dad's been hunting elk for 20 some years. That I've never in my life heard someone call like he does. It's, it's immaculate. Like, so it's, explain it's the crazy. calls. Like, I mean, does he use, is, it's a bule, or a bule so call he's a, or yeah, what? So he has, he has a bule tube. A tube? And, yeah. and then also he has a cow call and stuff. It, is that a mouth, is that just a mouth call? So he actually has a, like a mouth call that goes in and then with, and a with, tube. The, tube, with the tube yep. with it. And it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's so lifelike. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, the, I've never the, experienced I, it, I but it, I've I, seen I, that. I think it was the, Either the second or third day, we called some guy right into us. <laughs> some, like, some guy hunting, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, was the, it was the only hunter we saw the entire time, but we called. He called him right in. Yeah. I mean, but that poor bastard. He he had to walk like four and a half miles to get to him. <laughs> dude, this guy had a Woody on. He's coming in to kill a bull, oh, and dude, you guys are like, screwed oh, his day up. Man, this thing is this thing's a stud. But yeah, he. he oh, he was him. a stud, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we so. The first night we didn't see anything. Second night, uh, now I will say this: we we did see some pretty nice white tails. We saw some nice mule deer. Like we we actually did. Um, we saw. I think it was the third day. Obviously, after the the second day, the second day we hiked for probably like twelve or thirteen miles. So we walked up and down all over. The third day came around, and everyone's just like, "We're dead." You're getting tired at this point. So we were on side. We were on a side by side. And we did a whole lot of road hunting, <laughs> <laughs> and just riding around. But uh, trail hunting, I guess. Yes, I mean, yeah. I mean, can't really say road hunting because it's not like we were on roads. We were just on trails, yeah, driving out through. But it, that that terrain out there and that type of country and stuff like that to be able to ride side by sides and stuff like that and just see just just see everything out there, the views and everything like that. It, it's second and none. Mm-hmm. You just don't see that around here. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it just going out there and seeing it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. It, it's, it was really cool. But, uh, and then, so the, the, the night before the last day was real funny because we're out there and we hike over out over this ridge and we get to this cut block and we're walking down along the edge of it and we just see this trail. It's like, this is ungodly. 
and we get down, and here is this cell cam. First off, cell cams are completely illegal. And yeah, you called me about this. <laughs> yeah, this is funny as like, hell. Yeah, so yeah. I, ca- I, call, I forgot about this. Okay, so, so go, I, go I, into I, this. I call. I call Bill. I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot. I, I totally like, forgot Bill, about this. I was like, "Hey, that camera you gave me out here." I was like, "Video camera." It, yeah, I was like, "Is there any way that we could take the SD cards out of this out of this cell cam and put it in and see what we can see?" <laughs> Dude. We were 40 minutes behind a 5x5 five five that was on this trail cam that morning. And we were literally, like, literally, like, 40 minutes behind a 5x5. Five five. But we, but anyways, regardless, we pulled the we pulled the SD cards out of this person's cell cam. It's like, what are they going to do? They can't even be pissed or yell about it because it's illegal. It's illegal out there, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. it's completely yeah. illegal. So we're like, yeah, we're pulling the SD cards, see what the hell is around. Yeah, he, he calls me. I'm at work, like, whispering. I'm like, oh, he shot something. Yeah. He's like, hey, that video camera you gave me, can we put an SD card in there, like from a trail camera? I'm like, ah, I said, I, I never done it before, but the only thing that we put in there is SD cards. I figured it out. So I figured it would work. <laughs> I said it might work. I don't know. Try it. So we're on the phone. I'm like, just go to photos, this and that, blah blah blah, whatever. But it worked out. And he, <laughs> dude, he there was like, there was like. Over 3,000 pictures of wolves, grizzly bears, like everything, like right there where we, we were hunting. And we're just like, it was the last day, so we're like, yeah, we're just going to post up right here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, hey, all I got to say is uh, I hope there, this there guy. May, there may or may not have been a salt block in front of that trail cam, too. I hope this guy who is doing that does not listen to this podcast. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, so. I live in Oregon, so, if that's the case. <laughs> Yeah, California. No one goes uh, to Oregon, right? No, Oregon, but so Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. On that, Oregon, on that trail gone? cam, we know exactly who it was because we saw. And okay, so it wasn't necessarily always posted. That, that trail cam wasn't always there. So we actually saw the truck and the trailer <laughs> and the four wheeler of who's the owner of this. Two days after we got back, my buddy Russell, the, that guy, he sent us a picture. He's like, does this look familiar? Was, he, he was eating breakfast at the same place this guy was at. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's serious. That's serious. Did you approach him? <clears throat> no. Okay. No. no, but he didn't know him. Okay. But it's fun. It was well, it was so turned fun. out. I Dude, guess it turned out all right. The, the best part is the, fir- the first night that we found it, before we decided that we were going to hunt over this, we were like, because we didn't, the first night, or it was the the third night and then the fourth day was our last day that we we're going to be out there hunting. We, when we saw all this and we saw all this sign and we decided that we ended up on the last day pulling the SD card and stuff. But the first night that we found us before we decided that we were going to hunt over that Russell, Russell writes on, it takes a black Sharpie marker and writes on it. Trail cams are illegal, but good luck with a big old smiley face. <laughs> right on the tree that he had a trail cam on. <laughs> like, and then we ended up hunting over it the next day, but yeah, but it, it, all in all, it was a good time. We did not see any elk. Now I will say, um, the third day that we were out there, we did see a pack of wolves. Yeah. Talk it up, and man. I gotta go take a pee break. Fair enough. See ya. But yeah, we were out there. We we got up. We were, the day that we were on the side by side. We 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 drove up to this top, and we were just kind of glassing around, looking at different ridges, different peaks, different cut blocks. And we did see a pack of wolves, and I did have a wolf tag um, to to hunt. And it was they were like eight hundred to a thousand yards away, and it was really cool though because there was I think there was six grays that went up across the top of this ridge, got up to the top, 
and the very last one was an all the the alpha was all black oh. and it was crazy so it walked up up, up they all, like all the grays walked up over top of this peak went down over the other side the the black alpha walked all the way to the top of this peak and bit, w- actually walked out on this rock edge and it was crazy it was looking down over the whole valley and it was literally like something you see out of a postcard right it was just i mean to get get a chance to see when you don't it's the first time I ever saw wolves in a wild. So like, yeah. to, to see that and like, it was like something out of a postcard. It was like something out of a magazine. Yeah. And just to actually see how they yeah, it really was, act out in the wild and they have yeah, no it, idea. It, it was super there. crazy, but it, it, I mean, to put it in perspective, it's almost like coyotes around here. Like when you see them in the wild, they're not, you never just see them stop somewhere. Like the wolves out there, it's, they're constantly going mm-hmm. like there's no break, no stop. They're just, they're constantly moving, constantly going. So. Yeah. I wish you would have got a shot at one of them. That would have been awesome. Especially the black one. Yeah. It, I mean, it was cool just to see, but it was neat, but yeah, all in all, it was a great experience. I will say, <clears throat> If I ever went back out west again to hunt elk, I wouldn't go in rifle season. I would want to go in archery season. I would want to go in like September where like the bull, the bulls are all bugling. Like we were, we were there post rut. So like there wasn't a whole lot of action and there was so like there was so many grizzly bears. So huckleberries are a huge thing out west, like in, in Idaho and stuff. They pick, they pick the huckleberries and everyone bags them and freezes them. And there were so many this year and there was just so many bear, so much bear activity, and the, the wolves. I mean, a resident out there can get, I think it's twelve or fourteen gray wolf tags a year. So you're telling me uh, about it. There's a bunch like, of like, yeah, it's 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 just insane. Is like that a resident many, or just like a landowner or <clears throat> what? That's a resident, yeah. Wow, that's resident crazy. Can get that many? Like it's it's crazy how many they're out there. So like every single night, you're hearing the wolves howling and just all over the place i mean there was multiple times where we walked up and we we kind of backed out we actually got on fresh trail the one t- one day and got saw a fresh sign and then we started walking and we came across like very fresh still steaming bear scat and we came across what it looked like a, a mother grizzly bear and two 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 little ones and so we we ended up just backing out and going the other way because it it was out there it's one of those things where like unless you're in like one of those clear cuts and when you're walking through there the timber with the evergreens and everything it's just so thick yeah the undergrowth and everything like that when you're walking you're walking on a game trail where like you're brushing up against stuff on both sides it's neck height and i'm six foot over six foot tall and it's just it's eerie yeah oh yeah for sure it's different especially at night coming out yeah, for sure. But all in all, it was it was a great experience. It was a, a great time to spend with my father going out, and like I got pictures. I did take that video camera and like videotaped yeah. and documented. It I can't a lot wait. Of it. We we got to sit down and look over all the footage. Yeah, yeah it's not. I mean, it, I didn't get a, a whole lot of everything, but just like the, the time that spent with my father, just like getting random clips of him walking through the woods and stuff like that. I mean, who knows how long he's going to be able to continue to do that and stuff like that. So yep. it's something that we'll be able to always have with us. Oh, for so, sure. That's, cool. that's all that matters. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you guys plan on going out next year again, or or what? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I I would I would never go out west to rifle hunt an elk ever again. 
<laughs> well, you're just, you're, uh, you're an archery kind of guy. Yeah, like me, I just so if I if I'm gonna, I'm just the type of person that if I'm going to hunt something, I want to hunt something during the rut, and yep. like at that, that's just that's just how I am. I I, I never want to go out and just glass and try to get lucky or like I if I'm gonna hunt something, I want to hunt it during the rut. It's that's the best best time to do it. It's, it's and I'll be you want to be in the you. chips, and I'll be completely honest with you. Elk hunting. It's a great time, but it's one of those things where I, I, I love whitetail hunting. I would much rather hunt a big whitetail in the rut than I would than anything else. That's just yep. I, that's just my perspective. And well, that's what my, you grew up doing. My, that's what my, we grew my, up doing. my preference. Like yeah. I, I would rather I would rather instead of hiking fifteen miles <laughs> and, and and when I kill something, having to backpack it out that far. Yeah, I would rather. Go scout, set up cameras, get in a tree stand, get close, and like have that animal approach me versus me trying to do a sneak attack and approach it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just yep. I I just that that's my preference when it comes to hunting, and that's just how I am. But yeah, everyone's I'm not, different. I'm, man. I'm, everyone's not, different, I'm not yeah. saying that I I would never do it again, but I, at the same time, I that's a, that would that's my type of hunting that I love and yep. that I'm passionate about and. That's our that's that's our backyard hunting right here <clears throat> for archery right. season. Whitetail. That's right. That's us right here. Yeah, that's fun. It, it sounded like a good trip though. Yeah, it was a great time. It was a great time. That I mean, anytime you can go out there with your father or close family or close friends and stuff like that, get in the woods and do something you're passionate about. So, what did your dad think about the whole trip? I know it took him a couple of days to recover. I bet. <laughs> oh, Big Ed, I, I met, I met Big Ed over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He have a good time though. He had a great time. He had a great time until, until we got back to Washington before uh, watching Dallas Cowboys lose, and he got pretty tuned up. But well, you guys had a good time in the airport. You told me. No, we 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 got to the airport. We were going to watch the games, and I had I ended up having to get an Uber to <laughs> take us down into the city of Spokane to watch the games and. We had a little bit to drink. We got there about like three thirty, and we drank until the game was over. And by the time we, oh man, that, here's the story. We get so we get to the. This airport. is a fun hunting camp story <laughs> on the way home. It's yeah, fun. We, it's so cool. so we we get to the, we get to the airport. And this is after we had watched the Dallas Cowboys lose to the Eagles. Oh, yeah. What a heartbreaker! But anyways, <laughs> we're we're sitting in there, and so one of the uh, flight attendants is up. Like checking your tickets and stuff like that, or like checking bags or anything like that. Every single time someone would walk up to talk to him, he'd be like, Hello. Every single time, every single person. Wait, who, and your it, dad? No, this is the flight attendant oh, that the was like, attendant. Checking, okay. like checking bags and stuff like that. And my dad is passed out drunk, like just sitting there, eyes closed, thing like, <laughs> but every time this guy would sit there and go, Hello. My dad would. <laughs> Eyes would wake right up, and he'd be like, "Hello." And he'd, he'd, he'd answer him back. He'd answer him back. And it, it got to the point where like other people that were sitting around waiting to get on this flight, and this is a full full flight where there was like eighty some people on this flight. You're packed, and it and it got to the point where my dad would wake up every time he'd hear it, and his eyes would get real bright, and he go, "Hello." And then other people that were sitting around us started going, hello, 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 and it would and it would just echo across, and I'm sitting there like. Oh my God! You guys are causing a scene. It's like, it's like that's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a great time. I loved it, and it's something I always cherish. Oh, for Going sure, out there and spending for that sure. time with my dad. So 
for sure. That, 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 it's a fun hunt. I mean, it's sad we didn't we I didn't we didn't get to get a nice bull for him and everything, but just going out there and spending the time in the woods and doing things we're passionate about that's what that's what's important. So it's all matters right there. It's all matters. Absolutely. Yep. I like this. It'd be cool to go out west for once. I, I've never, you know, been out west to hunt. Been out west just to for pleasure, vacation, vacation. For, yeah, yeah, vacation. You know, we saw. I mean, Christ, how how close was that elk to us at Yellowstone? I mean, me and you walked up to it at twenty yards. Oh yeah, that was a big bull too. You know, saw. Yep. Saw all the went and watched the grizzly bears. We saw we saw wolves and all that. But man, I'd be I like to. Try going out west a couple times, start small, go for a pronghorn or something. And yeah, work. antelope hunt. That'd be fun. Antelope, work up to a, a muley. The old uh, speed goats, you know? Yeah. <laughs> speed goat, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun trip. Yeah, something something to look into one of these days. Yeah, I would, lo- I would love to do something like that. I would love to shoot a velvet whitetail uh, like Wyoming. I think it'd be cool. I know I got family in Kentucky and South Dakota. They, I got family in Kentucky, and they can get they can do it too. Yeah, the early velvet season. Well, do they come in with us or no? Before that, They're way before us, like September one. Yeah, I think beginning September. Okay, that'd so, be cool. I'm gonna have to go down to families down there and down KY. There. Is it yeah. KY? Yeah, Boone County, in Kentucky. Boone. Boone, Boone County, Boone County, Kentucky. I like it. Give that a whirl, maybe one of these days. Yeah. Shoot shoot one off their from their roof. <laughs> it's like a it's like the suburb farm area. It's called know. Boone County. It's, it's something County. sketchy down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, that's fun, man. So what's the word with uh Joel here? I don't know. I'm gonna text Joel. We're on the air right now. I'm gonna text Joel real quick. Tell him we're ready for him, man. I think we hit all of our topics for tonight, really. Hit the topics. Talk about some Halloween deer, Illinois prepping. Yeah. Next time we talk, we'll be post-Illinois. Post-Illinois, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel this year not going out to Illinois? Are you kind of sad or what? Um, Fill us in. It's one of those things, you know, where we're all blue-collar people, you know. Work a honest job, honest job for honest wage, and um, you know, and we have a toddler, so. So you're playing daddy at home. I'm playing daddy at home. You know, we both don't get to just go. We did it one. Well, we did it a couple years, but that was before marriage and the kid. And uh, I think last time we went to Illinois. Last time me and her both went to Illinois was when Kane was like an infant or whatever. Yeah. But since then, we, me and her alternate years. So I went last year and it's her turn. And I th- she's the only one out of the four of us between me, you, your dad, and her. She's the only one without an Illinois buck. So that's right. I'm really hoping. I mean, she shot at him. Yeah, that is right. I didn't think about that. But I'm really hoping, you know, she pulls through and gets something. Yeah, that'd be great. But you know, I'm just you know here to cheer her on. I'm happy you know she's going, and um, I get to hang out with the kid and yeah, do stuff in our shop and yeah. So you're, whenever she's gone, what do you plan on doing? You plan on finishing up the shop or what? Yeah, I got a you know we got a lot of the the electrics turned on, 
Uh, don't have plumbing yet, but I got to hook up all the heating and air. Um, Let me know if you need help. Yeah, I'll be. Cal's back. What's up, dude? <laughs> I can't promise you that my penis might not be on one of your cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just get a blink notification? I've been getting blink notifications. Another one. <laughs> that might be Abby. <laughs> I don't think I was close enough for you to be able to see it, though. No. <laughs> no comment. Is Abby peeing off the railing? It's cold outside. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm going to disarm all my cameras. I got too many cameras around the house. Hey, you got two, right? Sure. We're disarmed. Okay. <laughs> We're not spying. <laughs> yeah, we're getting any surprises. Oh, Kyle, you look like your Bucky just shot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, small? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is this is a fun hunt. All right, it's a fun hunt, it, fun hunt, fun podcast. I mean, we're just talking about deer stories and West Midwest this hunting. Is life, this is life. It's great. It yep. is. All right, so my buddy Joel, Joel Stewart, what's up, dude? He just texted me. He's going to call in. He just got just got back to the house right now. He's going to call in a few minutes. Oh. So we're going to talk about some more Western hey, hunting. But, yeah, it might, it might be a good play story. Some, I'm going to play some, like, elevator music till he calls. and uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Take a commercial break. Hey, we're just trying to filibuster right now. We got many topics to talk about, but... I wanted a, I wanted him to kind of close out the podcast. Hey, we could we could talk about a couple of bucks we got on trail cam recently. It's got blade, blade, blade. That's one buck I told you, Kyle, the other day when you sent me a picture of him. I'm like, I want to see that buck live this year. Man, he came right in front of my double. Yep, he's right been in front of my double. He's been right in the kill plot where you shot your buck out of. On, on on my farm here. Well, he wasn't there that night. I would have shot him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> We had that cold front come in. Him and a, we got that half rack right now. The one that yeah, the half. one that's all busted up. Yeah, he I, got, the I've one side looks nice. Hey, speaking of the half rack tonight, Kyle called me and I was doing some stuff outside. I didn't, I didn't hunt, and um, that half rack was bumping three doe down in your food plot, Nick. I could, I could watch him from my deck was up he? here. Yeah, nice. He was I in see there. You have the spotting scope set up. I know. I was going to say, I'm not getting much on the cameras here, but we only got, what, one camera? We got out. one cell camera out. All, all the other cell cameras, are gonna, they're going to Illinois they're with They're packed us. and ready to go to Illinois. <laughs> Hell, I'd give you some cell cams to take out with you. Oh, we got 12. Something like that, yeah. Oh, you're set. Yeah, we'll be yeah. good. We'll yeah, be we, good. Got, we got 12 reveals. So. We'll be Shout out, out to Reveal. Yeah. Sponsor us. I love Taxcam, man. I mean, there's a lot of good cell camera companies out there. The, so the, these cameras, they've been really good. So They take good pictures. They do. I like the option, too. You can HD them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, with the Moultrie that I use, it has the high res. Yep. High res. Yep. I will say, I will say with the, the only thing with the Moultrie's, night pictures, during the day, clear as day, they look great. At night... They're a little shaky. On your cell cam? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything at night looks a little bit different, you know. Right. But. With that cutty cell. I didn't put it out this year. No, you didn't put out this year. There's no need to. We've got too many. uh got too many Tacticams. Yeah. I don't need two different subscriptions. That's right. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth. 
Ox Grocery, Oil City, PA. That's Joel, man. Answer it. Hello. Joel Stewart, can you hear us? Hang on, we're we're gonna we're gonna work with this here. Is it up to the mic? You on Bluetooth, man? Hold on. Hold on one second, Joel. You there? Hello. Hello. Hey, there Joel there Stewart. What's up, buddy, man? What's what, up, what's... Big, big Joel? Let's hear it. How you doing, guys? Oh, we're doing good. Good, man. We're uh, <laughs> we're podcasting, and I know you had a big hunt today, and just waiting for your phone call. And it's the perfect timing, actually. We we just got done talking about our our Midwest, and my buddy Kyle over here, uh, his Western hunt, and man, I'm glad you're calling in. Put it this way: on the record, on the record, you're the first guy to call in ever to the Backwoods Boner Podcast. There we go. Look at that. I like it. Welcome, sir. Welcome. (laughs) Real quick, thank you. I'll let you know who's here. You know, behind the mic, Bill Moretti once again, and Mm -hmm. uh, to the left of me, the brother-in-law, Nick, and to the right of me, the neighbor, Kyle Dolan. What's uh, up, dude? Not much. So before I get started into my stuff, I obviously wasn't here for the first half. I haven't heard the first half. Kyle, did your dad get a bull? We did not. We did not. No bulls. <sighs> no bulls, no gray that, wolf. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. But, hey, that's, that's the way hunting goes sometimes. I've been on plenty of hunts that are unsuccessful. So. Hey, being um, being out you, there, being out there in the woods—that's that's the number one priority. And just spending the time with my father—that's that's what means most to me. So, is what it is. Unreplaceable. I've I've gotten to do some um, like once in a lifetime hunts with my father, and it's it's like some of the most magical stuff that you can do. Yeah, I mean, um, just just sitting out there in the middle of the day. I mean, when, when nothing's going on, it's. 12, 1 o'clock, and you're just sitting there eating, and you're looking at the landscape around you and realizing you're there with your father and just just taking that all in. That's some of the some of those times when not a lot's going on is, is like you said, the most magical for sure. It's the best, especially with your dad, too. That, that's the best part about it right there. 100%. Right. So, right. Joel, Joel, like, go, yeah. for it. No, no, go for it, man. Fin- finish your statement. Okay. Especially, like, you know, I don't know. Kyle, your situation with your dad. My dad taught me how to hunt. I mean, before I knew uh, how to even probably talk, I was blown on a goose call, like um, that type of stuff with my dad. And, you know, some of the hunts I went, like, moose hunting and elk hunting, deer hunting, obviously, um, and, like, been successful in those in those areas, just building those memories with the, with the old man, so... You yeah. can't beat it. You yeah. cannot beat that one bit. One of the best memories I have with my father, I was 12 years old, the very first buck I ever shot. This is before they re- my parents ever realized that I needed glasses. <laughs> so <laughs> You're blind. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. Anyways, so we're out there. <laughs> but we're, we're out there in the woods, and a, a buck was walking up through, and my dad's like, hey, right, right there's a buck. And I'm, I'm looking in the woods, and I couldn't see nothing. I didn't have glasses. I'm, uh, so... 
I pull up the gun and I'm trying to look through the scope. My dad had to grab a hold of my shoulders and like point me in the direction <laughs> and I was able to find the does and then and then I was like, Oh, there's the buck and I was able to get on it and, and pull the trigger and I think my dad was more excited than I was and stuff to get my first buck. He ended up while I was sleeping a couple hours later shooting a massive nine point that he has mounted on the wall. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can get the little one out of the way. But yeah, it was that's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been awesome. I've been hunting. I shot competitions for years, and my dad was always my coach. My dad sat in my corner through wrestling, and sat in my corner when I was cage fighting. He just me and my father have a great relationship, and I I appreciate that more than anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's truly awesome. So, so Joel Stewart, man, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, tell us where you're calling in from first and tell us whatever you want to tell us about yourself and we'll get into it from there man it's it's all on you man this is perfect timing so let's hear it well thanks for having me um i could be the first first call-in guest on the backwoods bow hunter podcast for sure man you're Um, you're like you're like my my number one ex drinking partner back in high school or not high school college (laughs) college Shout yeah, out to Wes, dude. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's up, dude? I mean, I'll, I'll let you take it over, man. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So currently calling in from upstairs bedroom of my house in Dillon, Montana. Uh, we're down in the southwest corner. Uh, we're actually the most southwest county uh, in the state. Uh, very, very rural area um, in a town of about 5,000 is the county and yep. that's where I live. Um, our county is about 5,500 square miles. It's a um, lot different here than PA. I mean, I, I've been to your house now, and, and it's it, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's an awesome little place, awesome little town right there, but much different than here in PA. Much, much different. There's, there's a lot more vast and um, untouched places. I mean, I don't think there's anything quite untouched, but yeah, uh, you can stand in a spot and feel like you're the first person that's ever stand in that spot because mm. there's no indication that anybody else has ever been there, which is pretty awesome. While you're talking, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna pull up the picture you sent me today, and I'm gonna pass it around the podcast table right now. That picture you sent me today, that panoramic panoramic picture, it was yeah, a cool spot. Yeah. Just take take a look at that, guys. I'm passing so, my phone around as we as we speak. All that so snow. There's there's about three different mountain ranges in that picture. Um, you can even uh, see some that are probably the furthest ones. I don't know how well the picture captured it, um, but I could see them with a naked eye. They were about 60 miles yeah. uh, from where I was. Uh, pretty wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's a big country right there. Area. Yeah, it's uh, so this is our, we're in the first week of rifle season. Uh, tomorrow will be like the second Saturday. Yeah. Um, and we got through archery season. Uh, nobody that I even knew was successful when it came for elk. Um, it's kind of a rough go, uh, trying to, even when they're talking, trying to get in on elk. And I've, had one at 90 yards. Um, I had, I had some close, but, uh, wasn't able to complete it. So today, um, you know, I've been out, been out a couple times 
so far in rifle uh, for the opener. We had uh, about 20 inches of snow came wow. down in the mountain. Gee, that's what I was. I was um, gonna. I was gonna ask you real quick. I'll, I'll stop you here a few times here and there, but I was gonna ask you: th- Does that snow like pay like play a factor on that? You know, getting on elk. It does. It truly does. So um, a lot of times, elk they'll hang out as high as they can until until snow's like belly deep. Yeah, and then they'll start hellin. Yeah, they'll start heading for those lower terrain. Yep. And it's, um, it really affects how you, where you're going to go, how you're going to try and get there. Like today we were driving up in and it wasn't exactly where I wanted to stop with the truck, but I couldn't drive any further. Oh, really? And so, so we went by foot after that and probably, probably did about four miles, four or five miles that we hiked today. What what type of truck do you drive? F-150. Unless they got the old Ford still? I was going to say, it's still Ford. You got the old Ford still? I remember last time out there. You made it further than a Dodge or a Chevy would have. So so I I still have my blue Ford, um, and then I actually bought an even older Ford. I have a 86 F-150 now. Nice. Uh, Whenever I stopped and visited you guys out there, I mean, that's that's how it is out there. I love the old trucks. I mean, it it just, it goes with where you live. It goes with the town. It goes with the the living, the lifestyle, really. Oh, completely, completely. Yeah. So, um, see, I did, um, we did about four miles today. Saw a ton of muleys. Um, There's, I mean, mule deer everywhere we looked. There's just mule deer all around. Is muleys in right now, too? Yeah, muley's in, and I, I can touch on that here in a little bit. I'm actually not able to harvest the muley down in my area, um, which silver lining that means I drew a tag somewhere else. Okay. Um, but so today was primarily just an elk day, and it was two me and two of my buddies uh, that I work with. That um, neither one really grew up with like hunting. Okay. Neither one. Um, had a had a lot of experience in it yep. um, last year. The one the one kid um, kid that's older than me, but I still call him kid. <laughs> um, I like took him out. He shot a deer. I taught him how to gut a deer. I taught him how to track deer, like that that type of fundamental yeah. stuff that we sometimes take advantage of growing up. And it it was super cool to teach uh, somebody that's like. 30, 31. Oh, for sure. Hey, you're just getting ready for that baby on the way. That's all. Oh, dude. (laughs) It's putting pressure. Hey, congrats, congrats, by the way. Congrats to you and and your wife. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I I can't get over how, how, like, willing she is to let me just go out of the house while she's eight months pregnant and, like, go to places where I don't have cell service. Yep. And well, buddy, hey, there's, there's one thing, bud, man. You got to get it done here soon. It's go time. It's, it's go time. It's definitely go, it's time. go time. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's go time. <laughs> so, but yeah, today uh, we were we were hunting up on top, and we were primarily trying to do a spot and stock. Um, a lot of glass in. Uh, we were up around 8,000 feet in elevation just glassing, had a fire going and staying warm. It was when we got out of the truck, it was in the teens. 
I was wondering that. I mean, I seen the snow in the picture, so I figured it'd be pretty cold up there. Yeah, it was it was definitely chilly, um, especially up high, and then with the wind. Um, I would say the wind chill. We were probably single digits. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, constant wind when you get up there at the elevation. Yep. Oh, it's rough. That's a cold. That's a cold day in the mountains, right there. Yeah, any day in the mountains is a cool day in the mountains. That's right. <laughs> I, I've never had a bad one. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, so that's so that's today's hunt. Um, what what else do you want to hear about? Well, let, let's. I, I want to touch on. I mean, I know you know you're from PA, which all of us are, but you moved out there. I mean, how is? I mean, obviously you acclimated really nice into the western hunt i mean what is something that you would take from a pa hunter coming from home going out there i mean how would you like prepare for that what have you learned since then living in pa and going out there and now hunting for years out there and living out there any advice for any you know people that don't go out there and hunt i mean we all of us we, we really don't go out there and hunt you know kyle to the right of me he's been out there now and I've been wanting to make my way out there, but I don't know. Just tell us about, you know, how you got, I guess, used to hunting out there. So from talking or from listening to your podcast for all the episodes, I hope that I'm one of the many that have listened to every episode so far. Oh yeah. But, That's right. um, when you talk about being up at camp and how you may not see a deer for two days, but when you see a deer, it's probably going to be a decent one. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, it's like that out here. I mean, I can go weeks without seeing an elk while out trying to find them and I'll see sign. I'll, you know, be going after them and there's just, you're not finding them. Yeah. Go hide. It's all about finding that herd. It's a big ass animal. Hey. That's very elusive. And it's a lot exactly. of land. It's yeah. a lot of land. Yep. A lot of land. It's, exactly. very, it's very thick with evergreens and stuff like that, and and they travel in packs. It's all about finding that herd where they're roaming. And probably like the craziest thing, so the sagebrush that we have down this way, uh, we'll get sagebrush that's four feet, or like four or five feet tall around, and so elk can hide in sagebrush just as well as they can in an evergreen tree yeah. forest. Um, so it can be wide out in the open, and you still can't see them. It's so the biggest, the biggest thing that I had to learn is, um, your eyes can take you a lot farther than your feet can. Right. That's, I I, so, I love that quote. That's an awesome quote. Yeah, that's really I'm going to write that down right now. Cause I do like it. Please do. That was completely off the cuff. I'm full of them today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. No, that, that is, that's an awesome quote for, you know, anyone not used to hunting the West. So, um, just getting down, getting into a high vantage point, sitting down and glassing is, uh, huge, absolutely huge. Uh, I've done that, um, when I went moose hunting, um, and had great success with it. I've done it elk hunting around here, um, deer hunting around here, just getting good glass, getting behind it and getting comfortable. You got a, do you yep. have a lot of cut blocks out there where you're at in South Montana? Um, not a lot. No, 
Yeah, I know when I was up there in Idaho, where I was right on the Montana border, but I was, I mean, I was at the Panhandle, right at the border of Canada, Montana, and Idaho. There, that that was like a big point. Get to a high vantage point and be able to glass different cut blocks, see what if anything was moving through. Just because everything's so thick that it's hard to pick out anything that's not in what working through one of those cut blocks. And it might have been from years right. ago that has a lot of underbr- underbrush and everything else growing up through, but. So we did a lot of right. classic yeah. form. That's yeah, exactly right. And um you're definitely on the right track with that. Um we don't have a lot of cut blocks down here, but we do have some um, you know, either sparsely timbered hillsides or um you can have um sagebrush uh hillsides and open areas. Uh there are some meadows where we're in like that high desert plain um, yep. where I am here, in, like where I live in town, I'm over 5,000 feet in elevation here. So everything's dry. Um, and we, you can, you can definitely look for a ways, um, in a lot of places. So sounds similar to where that I was, lived, where I lived in Wyoming. That's kind of, it sounds similar to that. A lot of sagebrush, a lot of open, open timber, a lot of, High mountain peaks and stuff. Where were you at in Wyoming? I lived in Rollins, Wyoming, right in between Laramie and Rock Springs, Dead Smack Center, just south, just, oh, okay. just, nor- yeah. just north of um, Colorado. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, uh, very, very uh, similar with the sagebrush, except we have a lot, a little bit more mountains and hills um, from what I know of the area down there. Um, so we're also on the continental divide. So we've got, um, some pretty, pretty good Rocky mountains through here. Um, so definitely glassing is a huge part. Um, another huge thing, I mean, in rifle season back home in Pennsylvania, I am a proud member of the Orange Army that you guys have What's talked negatively about. Yay. <laughs> Running the old pump action on six. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we, we don't we don't uh necessarily dislike it all the time, but at least from from like where where we're at, like me and Kyle and Nick, uh yeah, it's just, it's tough, man. It's I don't know. It's tough. Everything you work so hard for all year long in the off season, trying to bring your deer in, trying to feed them, keep them healthy, give them a a, a safe haven to, to stay, that just goes completely out the window, and that deer is just says the man that tagged out in two and a half hours. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust me. I, I totally get it. There was there were times that I. You know, back home, pass up a deer, walks up over the hill, and you hear a gunshot, and you yep. just want to throw your hands up and yep. walk out of the woods. Yeah, yeah, you know how so. it is. You know how it is. I mean, hey, you move for the better. I mean, I, I told you this, you know, years ago. Even you know, I I flew out for your wedding, and I'm like, man, if I wasn't building a house here in PA, man, huh, I'd love to move out there. Did you uh, now, Joel? I, I, you know, this this is Bill's uh, brother-in-law, Nick. Um, I haven't had the Pleasure to really meet you or talk to you yet, and I, I don't know your full background. Now, did you move out west for for hunting, or is that for uh, uh, business? 
So um, a little bit, a little bit of everything. I have a sister that lives about two and a half hours northwest of me here. Mm-hmm. So I came out to visit her several times and got acquainted with the area. Came out, went hunting out here. Um, that was actually my first, I'll call it big game hunting, like more than just a deer, mm-hmm. um, where I went elk hunting. It was over the border into Idaho. And, um, luckily it was a cool story for another day, but me and my dad, uh, tagged out first morning, half hour apart, um, with each other. So it was, it was really cool. Um, and absolutely fell in love with the area, went back home, my sister, um, was pregnant with my niece and, uh, she had my niece and I told myself by the time my niece turned one, I was going to be living in Montana. So that way I could be a better uncle for her. That's awesome. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And a little bit of a selfish reason to be out here and be chasing <laughs> some awesome animals around. Hey, and it's not selfish. Once It's not selfish at all. Mm-mm. It's not. So. Sounds like you have your priorities straight. Yeah. A little bit of family, a little bit of hunting, a little bit of food on the table. That's That's all it takes. Heck yeah. Now is, um, while your, um, is your main focus, uh, pretty much moved on to elk out there? Are you still, you know, chasing after the whitetails and the muleys and all that? So last year, um, I harvested a pretty good whitetail. Um, it was, once they opened up, I was going after muleys because I've actually never killed a mule deer buck um, since I've been out here. Mm-hmm. And um, had a couple opportunities, passed on a couple small ones, wanting to make sure my first one is a decent one. But mm-hmm. um, last year, I would say the whitey that I shot was probably in the 130s. Um, pretty decent one. That was a good they buck. You sent it. me a picture. Yeah, I saw the picture. That yeah. was good. Yeah, it was a good buck. Yeah. And um, so that was a after-season extension mm-hmm. for the CWD hunt that they do out here. Um, they were trying to lower some whitetail numbers. And a lot of people were for it. A lot of people were against it. And I took it as an opportunity to go put a deer on the table. So, mm-hmm. um, had the, had the opportunity to take one like that and definitely didn't think twice about it. So this year, um, yes, my primary focus is normally on elk because an elk will last me a year in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, so I, I know that you and more are into the, uh, taxidermy side. Yep. So, um, my dad is a butcher, so I've cut meat my whole entire life. Oh, perfect. That's so right. I remember for me, I met you in college and you were telling me about that. I'm like, that's, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So <laughs> for me, putting meat in the freezer is my primary objective. Um, especially if I don't have to buy any other type of meat and I can just eat an elk. Yeah. That's about good. the that's, best meat that you'll find. I was find. just going to say, that's good eating. You're around there. Yeah. So, um, my primary focus is normally elk. However, this year, actually, uh, next week, I'm going to be doing a muley only trip. Um, going up in, I'll have a wall tent set up and I drew a specialty tag. Um, 
in a really, really good elk hunting spot, I drew a pretty decent mule deer tag. That's awesome. So I'm hoping that I can go up there and lock my way into um, someone upon a pretty pretty nice uh, mule deer for my first one. Yeah, best of luck to you. Definitely keep us posted. You know, we want to hopefully have a successful hunt for you, especially your first one while you're out there. For sure. Yeah, um, definitely now, looking forward to it. Now, how how long is that? How long is that hunt for? So I'm planning on going up for probably a week, maybe a little bit more. Nice. Um, it's about three hours from where I live is the area. Yep. And so if, I, if I'm not successful that week, I can go back up there. Um, it, it isn't just a short that short time frame, I've got about five, six weeks of rifle season out here. Yep. So I could go back up, but also we would be about eight and a half months along at that point. So I'm not going to keep rolling the dice and going three hours away from home. <laughs> that is one yeah. thing about being out West though. A three hour trips, like an hour back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, you're out West, like everything's so far everything's away. Everything's far oh, away. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so Bill knows this, and hopefully the other two, you other two find this uh, quite surprising. I'm an hour away from a Walmart. Yeah, Listen, that's right. Where I lived in Rollins, I was 98 miles to the closest Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah it, was, it was an hour and 40 minutes to the closest Walmart where I lived in Rollins. Now, in Rollins now, they, they built a Walmart, so there is a Walmart there. But when I lived there, there was not. And we live nine minutes from a Walmart. <laughs> I'm seven minutes, man. Exactly. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how the country is out there, man. It's, 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 it's wild. wild. It's wild. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I think it was 98.6 miles to the closest Walmart when I was where I lived in Rollins. It's part. That's part of it, right there. Yeah. That's awesome, Joel. So, so you're getting ready for this muley hunt now, right? Um, right. So, what do you plan on doing for this? I mean, is a prep different for an elk hunt or or what? So it, it can vary in some ways. Um, it's going to be getting pretty close to the mule deer rut yep. um, at that point. So basically go up, start glassing, find some does. Where you find does, you're going to find bucks mm-hmm. yep. this time of the year. So um, now this means that I can't shoot a mule deer anywhere else in the state. So – if I had a 30-inch wide mule deer walk out in front of me today, I wouldn't have been able to shoot it, which is super frustrating. Yeah, It did not happen. Sure. But um, so this is going to be like a make it or break it type of deal. Yep. Um, going You're putting all there. the chips on the table right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So my my plan is to start low and work high. Um, I'm going to start in some of the lowland sagebrush, rolling hills, um, little, little drainages where they'll want to hunker down. Um, and if I'm not finding anything there, I'll start working up because a lot of times in their reproductive cycles, that's what they'll do. Uh, the does will start moving up, uh, to where the bucks are hiding out up top, um, in these mountain ranges. So that's my plan for this hunt and really putting a lot of time behind the glass. 
Well, so. it sounds like you have a good game plan. I mean, you, yeah. you're you're the guy that would know it right now. I mean, you've been living out there for for a few years, quite a few years now, and yeah, it sounds like you you got a good good game plan set. Yeah. So as long as, um, as, long as the weather cooperates. It's another thing I was going to ask yeah. you, weather, <laughs> weather-wise. I mean, what's weather looking like for you now, like in the next week or two? So I try to not look at the weather as much as possible. Because I, don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. If it's going to be like negative 20 with a, you know, a sharp 20-mile-an-hour crosswind, I don't want to know that until I'm already out of bed and in the truck. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm... I'm still going to go, but it, when the house is warm first thing in the morning and you don't want to step outside, it makes it a lot easier to go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't blame you one bit. Stay stay off the weather app. I, I like that. Hey, that. That's how I am here. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how Nick is here. I, I'm not a morning hunter, especially if it's cold see, out. <laughs> see, I've heard that. And Nick, if you come out west, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change that. You're gonna have to do some morning hunts. Okay. There you go. Uh, that's fine. Um, okay. What's I, I was just telling Bill before you called in. Um, you know, I'd I'd love to, you know, start dabbling in the western hunts and, you know, start out small. I wouldn't want to get right into, you know, hunting like your big game like elk or anything. And, you know, start out small, whitetail or muley or uh, pronghorn or something. So, um, is like hunting licenses and like mule deer tags, is that open? Like, can a non-resident just buy it or is that all? Depends on what type of animal. Okay. Right. So pretty much everything in Montana now is a draw. Um, if you, you're pretty much guaranteed if you don't draw your first year, you'll draw your second, uh, for most of the tags. Um, elk for just a general elk tag. Um, if you don't draw that first year, pretty good odds of drawing it the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with uh, mule deer. The combination tag where you get a mule deer and an elk tag. Or uh, I guess we don't have just a mule deer tag. We have a deer tag. So with that deer tag, you can go shoot a whitey or a muley. Okay. So yeah. um, I believe that's really diversified. Idaho too. Same thing. Right. I think Idaho's the same thing too. Now, do you um, when you go out whitetail and mule deer hunting, um, do you, do you ever try, can you go out and do archery, or are you mostly out there with the with the rifle? So I hunt absolutely every opportunity that I can with the bow. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when you're when you're going around chasing elk with a bow, I'm, I've been trying to think of how to best describe it to you guys that you we can relate it to a PA type um, it's it's like chasing turkeys it, that's exactly what I was going to say it's, a thousand it's pound like turkey a twelve hundred pound I've turkey done, I've done I've done several elk, yeah. hunts, <laughs> yeah. elk hunts with my bow and that's exactly anytime I talk to somebody that has never done it before I'm just like it is literally like going out and locating it and trying to figure out the best spot that you can put yourself in that you might be able to get it in wow it's it's right. cra- it is literally like spring gobbler hunting. <laughs> it's it's a lot like spring gobbler with a little bit of a twist that Crazy they could terrain. be, yeah, like two thousand feet in elevation above you up a rock slide, and, and you, just gotta you take, may chase you gotta them take up off. There. You just have to take off, to try to get get in front of them. Oh, 
Exactly. It's, it's it's crazy. I better start getting in shape. No, literally, my dad, my dad, <laughs> listen, my, my dad, my dad will start like going on jogs and runs and stuff like that, and like yeah, he he just he for tra- prep. He trains to to prep to go to go out there because that's exactly what it is. And the snap of a finger, you might be going, and then all of a sudden, you just have to hike. I mean, five hundred feet of elevation, like in a snap of a finger, and real then, quick, and yeah. then. You're out of breath, but then you got to go on full draw, and then you got to sit back and at full draw for a period of time and make and a shot. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 intense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And you know, as well as calling and doing all that, and honestly, the best thing if you're going to come out, start doing stairs, walking stairs, running stairs, whatever. It's more natural of that moment of that movement where your your feet are going up to that next spot, like you're climbing a hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I did when I was preparing to go out west hunting. And um, as long as your legs are in shape, your your lungs will handle the rest. Yeah. Um, well, you you're going to be out of breath. Well, if I plan on coming out in a couple of years, I better start tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad my dad was sitting there hiking with me when we were in Idaho and I'm sitting there with a marble hanging out of my mouth and I'm climbing up there and he's just like how in hell how in hell are you doing this right now <laughs> yeah. like, you gotta quit smoking those things that's I'm, all I, dude I climb up and down trees all day long with a cig hanging out of my mouth it ain't no different <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> oh man it's fun, man. Joel, any, anything else you want to touch on with your Western hunt? I mean, like anything else with this year? I mean, I know you got your muley trip coming up and anything else, so, man, just let it rip. So going into, um, so rifle hunting, um, I was, I was hitting it hard in archery and had some close calls. Yep. Saw an absolute freak bull, um, Saw I had one that his left side was normal, his right side. He had a club coming down off the right side with a saber coming out of it. It was wild. Oh, that'd be uh, a cool bull to kill right there. Yeah. Super, super cool. Um, actually shot a club bull last year. He did. I remember seeing is, the pictures. Yeah, yeah, he had that. Um, it was a broken uh, pentacle coming out of his skull. Yep. And so his horn grew out sideways. One went up, one went down. Yep. Um, super cool. But so this year I came back to PA and, uh, I want to say it was July for my cousin's wedding. And I stopped in, saw my grandfather, grandfather's 88. And good for him. He shout out to uh, his grandfather. So, right. So, um, he, I have one of his guns out here, right? The Browning from the sixties that he bought brand new and it's a seven mag. So he told me while I was home, he's like, Hey, every time you kill something with that gun, do you mind giving me a call and let me know about it? So I've been carrying around this like 12 pound Browning rifle (laughs) (laughs) breaking my back, trying to make sure that I can call my grandpa and tell him about, killing something with that rifle that's so. awesome though that's i mean that that's family right there i mean that you can just tell the person who you are you know absolutely that, that is that would, so that cool. would make his that would make his day oh for sure yeah i hope well, i hope you're successful with that gun that mm-hmm. would be that would be awesome yeah. be a great well, memory a great story to tell right there 
yeah, it's that I've had some had some luck with the gun um, before, and he's been tickled every single time. <laughs> and I figured, how many more years am I going to get to call him? Yep, right, and be able to tell him something like that. Yeah. So, and out there, it's even it's a little bit harder out there than shooting something than than you know here home in PA. So yeah, and then you know you shoot something out of the stand, go get in your side by side, go back to the house, you know whatever. Out here, it's pretty much just walking. A you're lot walking of walking, and, and, and you're when, taking when you, hours to bring that animal back. Uh, I was going to say when you make that when you make that kill and you get to the animal. That's when the real work begins. Yep. So I want to say it was two years ago I shot an elk by myself. Uh, it was my first day out for a rifle season, right? Shot it about quarter after eight in the morning, and I was in the truck going out that night uh, at six o'clock. Jeez, that's the a long day. I just got done. I had to skin quarter. Yep. Uh get everything done, pack it out and take four trips, packing it out. Jeez. You get the whole entire thing out. <laughs> so, yeah. That's got the miles in that day. That's a long day right there. Yeah. Yeah. Earned my supper. Definitely <laughs> earned my supper. That <laughs> that's <night>. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's your difference right there between, you know, like you said, jumping in the side by side and going to get your animal, your deer, whatever you shoot. And out there you're like you said, you're skinning it, you're quartering it out and you're, you're packing it out in many trips. So we're, we're usually killed, field dressed, thrown in the buggy, drive the buggy down to the butcher and back home drinking beer within an hour. Yeah. Not out there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Trust me. I, I get it. I was, I was in that for a long time and it was really awesome to be able to get a side by side to just about wherever you needed to. And if you couldn't get it there, you would either cut a trail or have to maybe drag it here for a little bit. Right. So. Yep. <laughs> a little bit different out where you're at now. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit, but, um, so what other questions do you guys have about out West here? You got anything, Nick? Yeah. When can I come out? <laughs> yeah. I'm bored. I mean, I, I'm, I'm tagged out first day. I got nothing to, Nothing to do. Nick's tagged out, and I was I was telling him, you know, I put in a tag for last year. I didn't draw one, but I'm going to continue to do that, and eventually I'm going to make it out there, man. Yeah, yeah, not, you are. Not for a wedding, not for a vacation. I want to come out and elk hunt. For sure, and we'll spend seven days in the mountains without a shower. It's a great feeling. I love it already. I love it, man. That That's, that's your straight back country hunting right there. Oh, peanut butter, butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about though, man. That, that, that kind of Western, that kind of hunting, that the style of hunting, that's what it's all about right there. You know, that's how oh, it is. And if, if you guys ever want to come for a fun hunt, uh, like, for a group of guys, get some like antelope pronghorn tags. Yep. And whether it's rifle or archery, they're, they're difficult with archery. They're difficult with rifle. But um, last year I drew my first tag and I was literally laughing at myself, blowing stocks. They're running thousands of yards away from me because they spotted me coming. And it is one of the most fun hunts 
because they're easy to find but hard to get in on. Hard to get in on, yeah. yeah. So, yep. So it makes it super, super fun. Oh, for sure. Even if you don't kill one, it, it's just fun getting out and fun, you know, pursuing something different than you're, than you're used to doing, you know? That'd be, that'd be Especially a good, with a group of friends. Like, yeah. There and you just laugh the whole time. It's the whole camaraderie hey, thing. Hey, it's, your and, it's your yeah. turn. It's your turn. Go try. Yeah. <laughs> good way I'm going to sit this one back. Yeah, good way to get your feet wet in Western hunting. That's right. Yeah. 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 Very, very good way of doing it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of one of the good, one of those guys that is just like, go for the hardest thing and then everything will be easier after that. So mm-hmm. Nick, come out, I'll come in. All right. Start off with the big thing and then we'll have some of these other fun hunts. I like it. I'll, I'll be putting again next year. I'll be putting in for sure. See what happens. I might, I might, as, well, I might as well start just for the hell of it. You might as well. It's not that hard to put in. Joel walked me through the whole, the whole system last year. It was really simple oh, to put it's in. It's easy to put in for points. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Super simple. And um, as long as you're in a good area, no matter what, you're going to be in awe of the scenery for three days. And then if you see an animal, you'll be happy. Yeah. But, yep. Um, but if you can get the chance to harvest, um, the one that I killed two years ago, I want to say I had 200 pounds of meat in the freezer. Wow. Yeah. So, you were set for a while. Yeah. Yeah. A lot better eating than whitetail, too. I tell you what, whitetail is good. They're they're all good. (laughs) I love them. Um, Every every animal that I've eaten, I've liked, but they have a little bit different of a taste for each one. Yep. Depends where you kill them. Depends how old they are, this and that. But, yeah, I agree with you right there, 100%. Um, Although, sorry for another day about the moose hunt, but moose is my all-time favorite. Oh, yeah. Moose is good eating. We had, <clears throat> last year when we went out uh, to Illinois, yep. uh, to Austin Chandler's house, and he had just gotten back from his Alaska moose hunt, and one of the nights he cooked up moose steaks for us. Uh, I, I could, I mean, I like beef, but that was, that topped beef. Oh, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. We heard the, the moose were just starting to rut. Whenever I was out there, and whenever you were out there, yeah, we we heard several. Yeah, we that, talked to a couple. That moose steak, though, we called them. Just melted in your mouth, man. That was good. <laughs> yeah, moose oh yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel, is there anything else you want to touch on in your Western stuff? If not, we're gonna close her out here, man. We're almost two hours in. Is there anything oh, else wow. you want to touch on? I think I'm good for tonight, but. As long as you guys are okay with it, I'd love to be back on in the future. Oh, for sure. That's Absolutely. that's not even a question, man. I'll definitely have you back on. And uh someday you gotta make your way down to the to the cabin here. Yeah, we gotta I wanna hear about this mealy hunt too. Yeah. Even that, man, yeah. Sure. Keep, obviously we'll be keeping in touch. I mean, I'm going to Illinois, uh leaving Saturday for a ten day hunt and you're gonna be out hunting muleys. So uh we'll keep in touch, man. For sure, for sure. And, um, you know, whenever you guys decide you want to come out west hunting, you let me know. Bring the soundboard. Maybe we'll do one out here. I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do that. I got a whole, I got a whole packable kit. So that'd be fun. Be real fun. Oh, perfect. Awesome. And then, man. uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys 
uh, let me hang out and talk to you for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Joe, it was a pleasure meeting you, buddy. Yep. Meeting you through the phone. Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> through the mic. Yeah. Through the mic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Joe, we appreciate it. Man, I'll give you a shout after this. I got to... So for us to end this episode, I got to cut you off, and then our then uh, then I'll start our uh, our end music. So I'll give you a shout here in a little bit. But we all want to say thank you for tuning in and taking time out of your night, and uh, good luck the rest of your season. We'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah, go shoot mossy horns out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, like tell the wife. Tell the wife we said hello. And uh, she still is claiming that your guys' food plots are fading. I told her it's not true, but she still thinks that the food plot means that it's fading. <laughs> That's a story for another day. I guess so. Yeah, we'll keep that for another day. <laughs> That's fun, though, man. That's fun. Like, like I said, thanks again for tuning in, man. We'll, we'll keep in touch here. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yep. Hey, anytime, man. Good luck and uh, shoot straight, brother. You guys, too. See ya. All right. All right we'll later. see you later, Joel. Bye. That was cool, man. Real cool. Our first call-in guest. Yeah. All the way from Montana. Checking in. Checking in, man. Joel's a good guy. He's a good friend from college, and I just love hearing stories out there. I mean, I, I, I stay with him a few times now going out there, and it's I'll make it out there eventually. It's, it's a different world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've been out there many times for vacationing, but not for hunting. Right. And I want, I want to hunt out there. That's cool. That'll be next. So, hey, let's wrap this up, man. It's getting late. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> it's a school night for all of us, right? So, yeah. Let's wrap her up. Hey, anything positive? Real quick, round table. Kyle, start with you, man. You look like you're dozing off on the far right side. Yeah. You know, just keep, keep after it. The rut's going to kick off. Just keep doing your thing. Chase after him. Shoot straight. Get it done. All right. Yeah. Don't get, uh, don't get oppressed by the October law. It's we're kind of in. It, I think it's kind of like the pre-lockdown stage right now. It's crazy, you don't even see them in the fields that much anymore. Mm-hmm. That's it's, why I think it's kind of the pre-lockdown stage, and yep. yeah, they're starting to do their thing right now. So we'll see. We're getting there. Just be patient, and it's going to happen. Oh yeah, it'll happen. Yep. All right. Well, for me, I want to say a quick shout out to Joel Stewart. Thanks again for calling in from Dillon, Montana. We appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll keep in touch, and we'll definitely have you on here soon. Oh, and good luck in Illinois. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Hey, go kill Austin's bot. Yeah. <laughs> Austin! <laughs> Sorry, Austin. I haven't met you yet, but... <laughs> You'll like him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm we sure. call him we'll the Lord. Along. The Lord. The Lord. We'll all get along, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's close this out. Joel Stewart, thanks again, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. And... Anything else for the kids? I got nothing else for the kids. Nothing else right now. Go to sleep. Let's wrap her up. Another episode, season one, episode number seven.